This podcast is sponsored by WeAudition.com. Stay tuned to find out how you can get 25% off your pro membership. And then I just defaulted into being on stage. There's a fucking boom above your head, love. Why are you like, you're right, mum? I did a short film, I said, could I? And I clap the clapper, please. And they were like, go on. Have you had any like weird self-tape requests? Sometimes I think they send the oddest part of the script. I, I saw some woman complain they'd been asked in a self-tape to vomit. Alright, love. What'll it be? What have you got to drink today? What have I got to drink? I've got the last Carlsberg that was in the fridge from last night because I fell asleep on the sofa and woke up at 5am and then realised, oh, whoops, wasn't even that drunk. I was just very tired and (laughs) (laughs) woke up on the sofa. I was like, oh, Christ's sake, not again. This is a new low. I'm here in my pants covered in pizza. (laughs) I did have pizza last night. I was fully dressed. I'm sure every time we talk, you, you've you had pizza. You're just a pizza-y kind of guy, aren't you? You're like one of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You're probably way more into the turtles because you are a early 90s baby. I am. I am a millennial, mm. as they say. I, I'm a bit of an idiot. I thought when people kept saying, oh, bloody millennials with their avocados and being all young and stuff, <laughs> I foolishly assumed... That millennials just meant you were born on the millennium, like in 2000. Yeah. But that's not true. And then I found out I was one and I was like, oh. No, I, I thought I had to be a millennial. I was sure of it and I'm not. Um, no, you're one of them. Gen <laughs> Gen Zers. One of them. <laughs> <laughs> one of them. Um, yeah, I was going to say, because my, my brother is also a millennial. Um, he was born in 88, but he was well into the turtles. He had a Raphael sleeping bag. He had a pajama holder he had god knows what everything turtles and he was so obsessed with them um that my mum turned around one day well i think they were out shopping or something and he was crouched over i think he must have been pretty small um he was crouched over a drain in the road and he had posted her keys her car keys and house keys to the turtles Oh, I was about to go, ah, because I was like, oh, is he going to post a letter to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? No, he's, <laughs> he's shoving keys down a drain. I think she walked oh all the way home with him, like, on her hip. I can't imagine how fucking pissed off she was. That's literally just contraception in a story, isn't it? Why not to have children? Because they'll post your fucking keys to <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Fun fact for you, the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cartoon in this country, came out as Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. Because I guess ninjas was too violent for the censors. I don't know. Because they still exist, don't they? They're just all weird and pixelated now. Have you ever seen anything recently? Like, have you seen the new Bob the Builder or new Fireman Sam? Why would I have? Oh, I don't know. Just bored. I'm not that bored in lockdown. David, we're in lockdown (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, they look fucking weird, I'll tell you that for free. It looks like, I mean, they were not that I thought Fireman Sam or Bob the Builder were attractive. They're, <laughs> they're all CGI now, aren't they, rather than like, well, I don't know how they originally did it. Was it stop motion or? Yeah, because Fireman Sam reminded me more of like the animation or like you say, stop motion or they're a bit more like um, Wallace and Gromit, like Postman and Pat. 
a postman and Pat. Oh yeah, that's a program. <laughs> I imagine you were quite a postman and Pat fan. When I was a wee a wee lad, Thomas the Tank Engine was my jam. My jam? Oh. Christ. <laughs> but that was the show I really liked as a kid. That's one that's been fucked over recently. Or well, not that recent, but it's been modernised and it's all CGI. Because I used to work as a teaching assistant and I remember kids watching videos of Thomas Tank Engine on YouTube in Computer Club and just thinking, what the fuck have they done to it? It looks all weird and they their faces move when they talk and they've all got different voices. It's not Ringo Star anymore. It's just, oh, weird. I hate it. I've seen some really wrong Thomas the Tank Engine videos that have been obviously like voiced over or something and reanimated on Facebook and like it is actually wrong it scares me that there's that sicker shit out there one night we were drinking with some friends and we got onto the topic of like kids kids programs or somebody had seen something where like a kids program got twisted and fucked up and there is actual Spongebob porn out there rule 34 if it exists there's porn of it well, I didn't know that. Have you not heard of that? Rule 34. Uh, uh, internet. No. I don't know if there's a big rule book of the internet somewhere, like locked away <laughs> in like some cave somewhere. Yeah, rule 34, if it exists, then there's porn of it. So think of anything oh. and there's a porn parody or porn version. <laughs> Speaking of pornographic stuff, have you been on our Instagram recently? This is going somewhere. Have we had a message request from a dodgy... Daily. Daily, we get daily. message requests. Like recently, daily, like we've been getting message requests from various people. David, and what have you been hashtagging now? Literally, not the last thing I hashtagged was a <laughs> picture that your brother drew of Waluigi. But like, usually I see the message requests, and sometimes it could be people that follow us, but we don't follow them. But no, it's like, uh, nor. Camarero wants to add you to this group, and I'm like, what's this link? And I've clicked on it and i'm like oh okay you clicked on it yeah but i don't do dave you'll get a virus <laughs> i won't get a virus i think if i i think it's just if i sign up i'll get the virus but this one says mia 69 wants to exchange candid photos with you you confirm and it's just like a video Ew. of some scantily clad woman dancing in the background you put it so eloquently <laughs> <laughs> but then on our emails so it's always sex stuff on instagram but on our emails in our junk folder, we keep getting like constant messages from these fake accounts, which are like, oh, dear at two actors pod. I'm such and such a lawyer. My client has passed away and has like $15.6 million in an offshore bank account that needs to go to a relative. And you're the only living relative. And I'm like, oh, it's weird that this guy's related to a podcast that's been around for a few months. That's very bizarre. That's hilarious. My mum had one the other day. She just sort of piped up from the end of the sofa and was like, oh, you can grow six inches <laughs> if you use this African enlarging ritual. Why am I getting emails like this? And I was like, what the fuck have you signed up to? <laughs> so everybody gets them. Even my mum, who probably looks at her email once a year like sometimes if i'm bored i'll reply to them and i think i did reply to one of them saying it's very weird that um this man who died 10 years ago left money for 
this podcast in his will considering we weren't around 10 years ago but we'd love to hear more information we we could use the money we're 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 a low budget and by low budget i mean no budget podcast and then it's amazing how the emails stop coming in after that it's usually could you send us your bank details or could you just click (laughs) this very suspicious looking link and fill in everything about yourself and just give us your identity (laughs) god liam's got a couple of our uh, secondary school teachers on his Facebook. One of them sent him a message, or so he assumed, saying, look what I found, dot, 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 and a link. He pressed it. He actually pressed oh. it. And funnily enough, our other friend, Belinda, the um, girl that did the news article about us, she had one off of another teacher. And she's also friends with on Facebook, but it was two separate right. ones. And, and like, she sent me a message because obviously I'd, she'd, she'd mentioned it. And I said, that's funny because Liam had had one as well from so-and-so. Um, and she was like, why are our secondary school teachers trying to sabotage us like this? <laughs> Probably because they're all old teachers that don't know how the internet works. So they've clicked on something dodgy, probably trying to get money from a relative that's died in the Cayman Islands. And they didn't realise that they were the second cousin twice removed of them. And now they've got a virus that they're sending to all their pupils. <laughs> Pupils. Pupils. Oh. Yeah, so we we occasionally, as well as having people engage with our podcast, we have uh, various accounts trying to spam us and with various, I don't know, money-grabbing bots or sex bots or whatever. I mean, maybe we've got a name for ourselves. We did, or I did admit, <laughs> <laughs> admit to considering setting up an OnlyFans account to exploit the services for all their worth. <laughs> One thing I find weird is that obviously all these like sex bot accounts that keep coming up on our Instagram, it's only for MILFs in our local area. It's never for men. It's always MILFs in our local area who are mm. looking to cheat on their husbands. Allegedly, obviously none of it's real, but I'm just like, why? Why? And there must be a lot of MILFs wanting to cheat on their husband in my local area because I get them on my normal Instagram and stuff. I'm like, how many of you are there just out there? Like, please, I need to cheat on my husband. <laughs> With some with some lowly podcast host. <laughs> um, weird. So weird. I can't believe that stuff like Omegle and Chat Roulette still exist. Well, actually, I don't know about Chat Roulette. Oh, I need to tell you something about Chat Roulette. I studied drama and media studies at university. Two Mickey Mouse degrees for the price of one. <laughs> uh, anyway, like in my it was either my first or second year we were doing media studies. And our lecturer was talking to us about chat roulette and all the various social media platforms that were out there. Uh, for anyone that doesn't know, how would you describe chat roulette? It's basically just... It's like Zoom, but you get to choose. You can press escape if you want to get rid of the person. And it just randomly selects somebody new to for you to go live with. And you can chat, but there is a more seedy sole purpose for the being on webcam with randomers. This lecturer was like, I'm going to do something quite cool to freak out you know people on chat roulette and he said what we're going to do is i've got a webcam here on it, this was in like the big atrium lecture hall and he said what i'm going to do is we're going to go on chat roulette we're going to put it up on the big screen and i'm going to have the webcam down here and obviously they're going to see all of you on the screen and we're going to do like a really big like chat with people on chat roulette and i just turned to my friend and went this can only end horribly. This can only end badly. I don't think he realises what people use chat roulette for. David was a seasoned user. <laughs> so the first one came up and it was just some random guy who clicked away. And <laughs> so we pressed. he pressed random 
And, yep, you all know what's coming. Second thing that came up, giant penis on the university lecture (laughs) screen. And he was like, oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) And we all knew that was going to happen. I literally paid to see that. That's fucking hilarious. And he was just like, um, anyway, moving on to the next slide. (laughs) So brilliant. Thank God. I thought you were going to say, and then he was like, anyway, moving on to the next person. I thought, I'm going to take the risk another time. No, he closed. I've never seen someone close down an internet window so quickly. (laughs) Oh, my God. Another realm for your love. I've just thought of another technical issue that came about that was very inappropriate a lot of our audience are actors which probably means a lot of our audience are possibly teachers or school staff or stuff like that so this is a lesson for you Uh, I used to work as a teaching assistant at a school it's going to remain nameless for this story and um, sometimes uh, well like every class in this school had to do like a class assembly at one point in the term and uh this wasn't the class I was in, uh, but basically uh, this class, they were going to put up like music on YouTube and the kids were going to dance to it. And um, the problem is, uh, <laughs> this is so bad because they put the video up on YouTube. But what they did now, if, if it was me, what I would do is I would, before recording it, I would go up on YouTube and I'd get the video ready uh, and I'd get it ready in the sense that I would make sure there's no adverts that are going to play. Because they mm. put the video up and an advert started playing. And it was one of those, like, you can skip this advert in five seconds. Unfortunately, <sighs> those five seconds made it very clear that it was an advert for lube. Ah, no! <laughs> but luckily, like, the pupils didn't didn't know what was going on. I did have one turn to me and go, what's that? And I'm like, oh! nothing nothing oh look they're dancing now that's vaseline boys and girls put it on your lips when they're trapped (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh, gross that is gross did you ever see that video i think she was interviewed on this morning of that older woman who had like met her prince charming she'd met him on holiday or something the video was something about and we used a bottle of ky jelly a whole bottle of ky jelly why is why are these people on this morning this morning's a weird show. Why do they get these kind it of is. people? Like I remember mm. seeing an interview with this girl who was like she wanted to be the voice of the of Big Ben. And she and they were like, Go on, take it away. And she just went <laughs> bing bong, bing bong, bing bong, bing bong. And I was thinking, what the fuck is wrong? Why is this on television? Why have we got some girl coming on just going bing bong? Do you think you're in with an actual chance of being the fucking Big Ben? You, what is wrong? What, what parents do you have that are like, we'll get you on TV and people are like, wow, that's brilliant. Sounds just like the fucking bells. Bloody hell. That's hilarious. I mean, it sounds like I'm bullying a child, but I'm sorry. You're the parent who is carting their daughter out on TV for that nonsense. You don't call social services. <laughs> Bong. Bong. Do you watch RuPaul's Drag Race? I haven't watched this new series, no. Oh, you're missing out, Dave, because um, somebody had made an edit. So, you know, like, there's an episode sort of halfway through the series where they become a girl band and they make a song yeah. that actually goes in the charts. So if you haven't heard it, it's called UK Hun. The lyrics are like, Bim, bam, bomb, <laughs> UK Hun. <laughs> that was a 
great rendition, as you can imagine. Beautiful. Thank you very much. It's just like that child wants to be Big Ben. <laughs> exactly. And so somebody had edited together and put on Twitter the UK Hun song with the girl that wanted to become <laughs> Big Ben. Brilliant. <laughs> so it would be like the bit that you'd expect them to go, bing, bang, bomb. He'd go, she'd be like, bing, bong, <laughs> bing, bong. <laughs> And they'd be like, UK, hun! <laughs> oh, dear. It's very amusing. You should definitely watch this new series. It's, it's good. I don't know why I haven't been watching it. I know there's loads of stuff on Netflix and whatnot, but I'm just like, oh, <laughs> effort to watch it. <laughs> like, motivation to just yeah. do anything has gone right out the window. Although you say no motivation, you've uploaded to the Mandy monologue competition. Oh, yes. That sounds like some motivation to me. I've tried to be a bit motivated. But it's like, if I ever get a self-tape, there's just a part of me that goes, oh, <laughs> which is bad because I like I, self-tapes are the way forward because obviously in COVID times, you can't really go to an audition. I'm trying to get a new scene for my showreel, but I don't have the money to pay a professional company. So I'm like, I'm just looking for odd jobs on Mandy where I might be able to get something. Mm. And I, I've applied for jobs and like, I did one self-tape where... I had to pretend I was on a plane that was landing and I only had two lines and there were two other characters in the scene. So I was like, well, how am I going to do that? So I voiced the other two characters myself and edited them in. And it took like a whole evening to do. And then I don't think Mm. the self-tape even got seen because I submitted it on Mandy. You can see like where your application is and stuff and it never got viewed. And I went, what's the point then? Why ask people to send a self-tape? You're not going to look. That's very annoying. Have you had any like weird self-tape requests at all? Like I, sometimes I think they send the oddest part of the script yeah. for you to do. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'm not trying to dumb it down because I do think, like you say, it's the way forwards. It opens it up just opens up everybody's opportunities mm. being able to access people from all over the country through means of a self-tape rather than an in-person audition but now we've got that out of the way let's complain <laughs> <laughs> yeah but here i go <laughs> I, I saw some woman complain on some facebook group or another about they'd been asked in a self-tape to vomit to vomit yeah well like actually properly vomit i don't mm, what kind of person was asking for this this uh mm. casting director is like i'm a i need some women to vomit for this um <laughs> performance if it exists there's a porn <laughs> <laughs> like i say i i more often than not feel and again if it's a small part and you're only playing the part of a secretary or something like that then in you're a supporting role there aren't loads of lines for you to do for the self-tape but they need to get a feel for who you are Mm. but if you just say hello so and so speaking oh okay and you're in a phone call but there's like and then you vomit yeah and then you quickly vomit and shit yourself (laughs) um (laughs) but then you with a reader as well that's when it gets difficult as well because if you're holding a phone call this is just an example of my own holding a phone call doing a self-tape do you bother with a reader or not? Yeah, it's tricky because some actors... Uh, so I'm quite lucky that I've got Hannah, who is an actor. But like some mm. people may not be so lucky and live on their own. So if they've got a self-tape a conversation, how do they do that? Which is why it's useful that we audition uh, can find you a self-tape partner instantly. Use our code, <laughs> 2actors25. I, I remember one, one self-tape that I had to do sticks in my mind for just the weirdness 
of it. It's not weird, but I just think, what? what? And it was for an advert. This was like a couple years ago. My agent at the time said, there's this company who's doing a commercial for like a new alcoholic beverage or something or whatnot. And it involves like a week-long shoot in Tel Aviv. And I'm like, yes, please. But the self-tape instructions were, I had to be seen watering plants well i had to i had to do it in like two different i had to film this in two different ways i had to film like an upper body shot and then a full body shot of myself saying who i am and i'm an actor and all that jazz why i need to say i'm an actor you should know this if i'm self-taping um i had to say hi i'm david i'm an actor blah 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 and then do it again full body and then i had to do close-up of me watering plants and then full body of me watering plants. And then I had to do a close-up of me preparing myself a drink. And then a full body shot of me preparing myself a drink. And then a close-up of me enjoying the drink. And then, oh, and then a full body shot of me enjoying the drink. I was like... I mean, is that to just put people off? And I've got to edit all this together. And I was like, do they want the full body shots in one tape? And then the close-ups in one tape? So they want it all mixed together? I'm thinking... Christ almighty, this is so much effort just to... Why do I need to water plants? Not everyone has plants as well. <laughs> I'm lucky I have a garden, but there are probably some actors that live in studio flats and think, water plants? What do I do <laughs> to, like, get a glass of water and go to the local park and just sprinkle <laughs> sprinkle <laughs> some tap water over it and hope that the park rangers come over and go, what the hell are you doing? It's all right, mate, I'm an actor. Don't worry about it. I'm going to Tel Aviv. That's hilarious. That's for why this is so bizarre it's so weird some of the time i think like these self-tape briefs that come out the people are just like what's the weirdest shit we can get them to do i don't understand why mm. they need to see me watering plants to think yep that's the guy we need maybe it was my granddad that sent it in because he knew i didn't water my plants and he's like right let's forget it bloody do it <laughs> can you imagine like there's somebody out there that's like I only keep cacti and succulents <laughs> and I'm going to kill them all standing in my flat, watering them over and over for the sake of a self-tape. <laughs> I didn't get the job, spoiler alert. And you went to all that effort as well. See that, I mean, obviously, to some extent, they're probably making it, I don't know, that much hard work because it puts people off. So they've not got as much to watch. Because there's obviously the whole setting up the camera, filming it mm. all. I think Hannah was away at that point. So I had to do it. I had to like be my own cameraman and then check the angle. Like film myself, do something, run back and check. Is that good? Yep. Okay. Now, where was my mark in the garden? What am I doing? And then obviously I've got to edit it all together. And I was like, it just looks a bit weird as I'm just walking around editing plants. So I kind of cut it to make it look a bit more dynamic. And then I added some music. Here we go again. It's another fetish but this time for watering plants. There's <laughs> <laughs> somebody out there watching it, some some naughty little casting director assistant that's like, oh, I'd like him to water my flower. <laughs> and just like that, all of our casting opportunities have gone out the window. <laughs> Oops, she's done it again. Another drink for your love. This podcast is sponsored by WeAudition.com. WeAudition is the revolutionary new website that helps actors to find a scene partner on demand through video chat for rehearsals and self-tapes and meet casting directors, agents and industry experts for auditions and general meetings one-on-one -on -one through video chat and earn money for rehearsing with other actors. 
But why are we telling you this, you may ponder? Well, ponder no more, because we've teamed up with the wonderful people of WeAudition.com to offer listeners of Two Actors Walk Into a Bar an exclusive discount on Pro Membership. I don't know why I went Scottish then, but what I do know is that if you use our code 2ACTORS25 at checkout, you'll get an exclusive 25% off your pro membership. That's the promo code 2ACTORS25, T-W-O-A-C-T-O-R-S 25. But then I've had one self-take, which was three pages of dialogue, and I was like, oh my god. And then obviously, because I'm at home, I'm thinking... Do I need to learn this or or not? Do they expect me to have learned it all? I guess I could, but it's mm. quite tricky to get down three pages worth of dialogue and, and stuff. And I guess the problem with self-tapes is that you send it off and you can't get a feel for how the casting director is with it. Whereas if you're live in the audition room, you can actually gauge their reaction. If they're looking down with a scowl on their face, it's probably not going too well. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, there's something about the like live sort of atmosphere as yeah. well, isn't there? And and either what's it called, fight or flight, with that that feeling of nervousness and, and whether mm. you'll do a better job because everything's sort of like Woo, scary. This could get me a job. Or and then not. yeah, with self taping, it's <laughs> like oh god, I'll I'll watch it and then go oh that shit. Better do it again and then film mm. it watch it that shit better do it again better do it again it's just constant cycle and then it's like have i chosen the best performance or have i just chosen because i don't want to do this anymore <laughs> yeah i th- i've looked at a few sort of advice things for self tapes when i first sort of started doing them back in probably like january 20 i looked at some advice stuff because obviously i knew that you had to use landscape angle and stuff like that but like lighting and white walls or not white walls and don't wear clothes that are the same color as your background and all that sort of shit and we don't want to see pictures up yada yada and i think there's such mixed opinions about it like some somebody had done an interview with the casting director and asked them a load of questions about self-tapes and what they thought of them and they'd been quite vocal about the fact that like if you've got a decent phone camera just put your phone down get the video Use one of the first or second takes because it's organic, it's natural, you're still quite in the moment. Whereas once you've overanalyzed every aspect of whatever's in your background and the facial expressions that you've pulled and God knows what else, and you'll just end up wasting a day. And I know so many people start, (laughs) you can start self-tape at, I don't know, five o'clock in the evening and Mm. not finish till 10 because it's it's not it like auditions are probably quicker even if you've got to travel for them (laughs) in and out (laughs) casting directors usually ask for like another take and go oh that was good but can you do it again like this Mm. i need direction because i just like i i forget how to act (laughs) yeah yeah sometimes as well i mean i don't know if you know what i mean but the difference between maybe like screen yeah. acting and theatre. Stage acting is, it's different. And if you go, or if you're doing a self-tape for an audition that's for mm. a stage show or something, I don't know, you're probably going to be more extra <laughs> than than you would be for a, a filmed piece, a short film or something like that. I guess it's tricky because you're having to play to a camera, whereas if you're in the room, you can imagine that you're on stage and play to 
the mm. audience, as it were. I don't know, maybe yeah. people are watching these theatre self-tapes and quickly turning the volume down because you've got these, <laughs> and I'm one of them, these big theatre actors that are like, everything's got to be big. Yeah, definitely. And even things I, I mean, I learned sort of quite quickly. I Student films I did a mm. while back was one of the first film stuff I'd done. We really didn't do a lot yeah. of it at uni. I could feel myself like standing properly, like being conscious of my posture and things like that as I was getting on and off of a bed. And I was like, why are you... Even looking back at the footage, I was kind of like, you get off the bed like you're on stage. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can tell I'm worried about keeping my legs together and just the way I hold myself and stuff, which really... It's it's kind of, in a weird sort of way, it's kind of more realistic film because it's supposed to feel like you're just getting a view of, of a the microcosm of somebody's life mm. sort of thing, yeah. if you see what I mean. I got some very good advice when I filmed a, oh, what was it? It was a few years ago. I think I filmed a series. It was like a web series or something. And uh, I got some really good advice from someone that said, with film acting, it's all in the eyes. And obviously when you're on stage, people can't, I mean... You, People know you've got eyes they can't see right into your eyes. So you've got to be really big and very expressive and gesticulate. People know you've got eyes. Whereas in film, you know, it's all in the little, it's all in the little movements. Whereas on stage, it's yeah, bigger. And I don't know. Details. Maybe we're talking bollocks and we're giving terrible advice, but who knows? You you can just feel when you're in the moment as well. I remember having a line speaking to my mum. The script had been written by somebody that was northern and it was quite colloquial, mm. but the character wasn't based up north. So I'd asked them, I'd said, like, do you want this to be a, do you want me to use a regional accent or, and they were like, I'll oh, just do whatever you want. And I was like, okay. And then I just defaulted into being on stage and was like, there's a fucking boom above your head, love. Why are you like, <laughs> you're all right, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> sound recorders just like ah yeah literally that's that's gonna have to go down but do you find that with student filmmakers they don't really direct actors they kind of just say yeah just you know mm. do, do you do you basically they don't really give you much direction in terms of character and performance yeah. they tell you where to stand and what to do but like i don't know if our students just nervous about telling actors what to do because i need direction i'm like tell me tell me what you want from me when they employ actors for their student film i think sometimes that's the first time they've ever had the opportunity to direct a real actor and so they're bound to be nervous in some ways but also they've not had the practice or the opportunity before to put it into the real thing if you get what i mean so they're kind of like backward in coming forward about how they want you to be perhaps as well they've heard horror stories about you know actors being difficult to work with and saying oh could you maybe do it like this how dare you i'm a professional actor i know how to act there was a really funny moment where i had to cover her um the lady playing my mum up in bed um and uh <laughs> i've sort of got this blanket and i've wafted it she was really lovely as well the, the lady so i was really glad of that because i mean obviously if you uh, i don't know some other actors can be difficult beef um (laughs) no secret there are some difficult actors out there (laughs) she was so lovely she really was and i wafted this blanket to tuck her in and and they're like right ready um action and they've all gone around saying yeah boom filming boom filming sound blah blah boom filming sound yeah i don't know how that works um (laughs) 
you can tell um, that we're actors, not filmmakers. Yeah, yeah. I am no technician. Um, so she says, doing a fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, they've all gone round. Yeah, sound, Gordon, filming. Man, man. Um, and, <laughs> and then I've wafted this blanket. God, it's cold in here, isn't it, mum? And as I've wafted this blanket, it just covered up her whole face. <laughs> so my mum, in it, is just lying there. <laughs> it's like I'm trying to suffocate her. I was like, oh no. And I really started laughing. Then I sort of had the giggles and was like, this is really embarrassing. I, you need to just rein it in, Scarlett, and get on with the fucking work. And they were laughing to start with as well. But you know, like when you're not supposed to laugh and you yeah. just can't help yourself wasn't good but well it was it was all right in the end because obviously they got a take where i didn't try to suffocate my poor mother in bed with a blanket you know these big budget films and they have blooper reels and it's like haha it's so funny look at them with their, their laughing and takes and whatnot but having been on film sets the amount it takes to set up a shot like i don't understand <laughs> like, yeah. if you fuck it up and it's like right back to one or whatever and they've got to reset everything it takes so long and i'm like why would you why would you do something like that? Mm. Why would you stop and laugh, you selfish bastards? Why do yeah. any films have gag reels? And these are big budget movies. It's probably like, all right, it's another thousand down the drain while we set up because bloody I don't know, Chris <laughs> Evans laughed at something. I don't know. I don't know why I picked on Chris Evans. They must have electric clapperboards or not even bother with them anymore as well, because those whiteboard ones that the majority of people use. Oh, so time consuming. Keep wiping it off, finding the pen. Yeah, that's it. You've got to wipe it off. Take two, slate five hundred, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did a short film, and I did ask, and I said, "Could I? Could I? You know, can I clap the clapper, please?" And they were like, "Go on." And I was like, "What do I do?" <laughs> it's like, do I just clap it? So no, you've got to say scene one, take two, or whatever. And I was like, "Okay, yeah." And it was such, it's the little things. I was so excited to do it. And I was like, scene one, take two, clap. And then off I went. And then I completely forgot my line and what I was supposed to do. And I was oh, like, no. oh, fuck. And they were like, right, reset. I was like, oh, fuck, sorry. I won't do the clapper this time. <laughs> I can't be trusted. What do you prefer? Do you prefer stage or film acting? Stage. But I am not against being in a little film. <laughs> Neither am I. I'm not against being in films or anything. I will do... I'll take what I can bloody well get, that's for sure. We'll but... act for sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> After the same again, lovies. Saxons at Sutton Hoo. Green children in Woolpit. Smugglers at Sizewell. And Ed Sheeran by the Castle on the Hill. Suffolk is full of fascinating stuff, and I'm here to deep dive into it all. Join me, Emily Slade, and my guests every Friday as I look into the different areas of the county by the sea. From film to folklore, history to Haverhill, there's definitely something about Suffolk. It's been a while since I've filmed anything. I'm trying to remember what the last thing was. I was going to say, be paid. I was going to say, yeah, I know the feeling. It's been a while since I've been paid as well. <laughs> too long i i don't recall what a 20 pound note looks like anymore that was i i found some christmas money on wrapped down the back of the sofa we'd literally forgotten oh, wow. about it and it was 50 quid and i saw oh. one of the new 20 pound notes and i don't think i'd ever seen one before really yeah it's all like plasticky and stuff or whatever weren't there like 
animal fat in the new five pound notes or something oh yeah i remember that i this is terrible a terrible confession but i'm about to make it brilliant um do you remember tell me your sins child (laughs) thank you david (laughs) thank you you, father david um (laughs) father mcculloch yeah yeah. um so i do you remember when people were going mad for like the five pound notes and they had the code like aa1 and then like blah 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 but they were like some of the first printed uh yes so at one point people got a bit about the ones that said ak47 so i had an ak47 one i found one well the woman in the chip shop gave it to me (laughs) um I got this AK-47 one and was like, I'm rich, I'm rich. It was like fucking Charlie and the Chocolate Factory with the golden ticket, I'm telling you. I put it on eBay and was selling it for £7. Somebody bought it and I just forgot to send it. Oh no! I got this notification through on my email that said, so-and-so has left you feedback. And I was like, fuck, I never sent the £5 note. Ugh! They'd left me good feedback. Thank you very much for your for like a good seller fast and excellent delivery and i was just like wow are they trying to kill you with kindness or something make you feel guilty i don't know (laughs) father david but i think god was looking down on me that day (laughs) oh god this suddenly got biblical lord forgives you for your sins say five hail marys and um i don't know kneel at the altar or something whatever i'm not not religious at all i don't know what i'm talking about (laughs) Uh, me neither i mean what the fuck is a hell mary i've heard of a bloody mary but have five bloody marys say you're sorry to god yada yada sorted my sins i'm not going to hell now there we go we're an educational and religious podcast as well as a comedy one <laughs> that is completely that is a complete lie david we are both going to hell i don't know why i even filled you with false hope like that we've said too many awful things speaking of saying awful things i feel like i need to bring this up i i had a uh whatsapp video call with my mum again i told we were talking about the podcast and everything i mentioned that the text she sent me about how can't believe you said the c word but hey i got a mention (laughs) and i mentioned how i screenshotted that text and i put on our social media and stuff which she found funny (laughs) and then she said now david and she told me off for saying the c word on the podcast (laughs) she said now should you be using language like that Hmm. Now, Scarlett's not my daughter, so I can't say anything to her about what she says, but you're my son, David, and you shouldn't be using words like that. <laughs> and she's like, I'm, I'm listening to these podcasts lying in bed at night. I don't want to be hearing that kind of language. <laughs> oh, <laughs> amazing. You got a record telling off. Earlier in the conversation, she said the word twat, so I don't know why she's lecturing me about language. Rain it in, mummy. <laughs> oh, so sorry mum we've got to make this more of a family friendly podcast and be more more respectable because <laughs> my mum said so <laughs> but Scarlett you can Love say it. whatever you want you know you're not her child although my mum said it to me didn't she but she was like what was it I said something about somebody and I said to you I'm going to cut it out and you were like why I've said see you next Tuesday <laughs> Um, yeah, my mum, I, I called somebody a silly fucker or something. And mum was like, do you, is that really necessary? <laughs> I was like, cheat. My mum, if you get her in a bad enough mood, 
<laughs> Meet the wrath of the Jane. See, when we started this podcast, we were like, you know, we're not going to censor ourselves. We're going to say what we want and be open and honest. But really, our mums are controlling our content. <laughs> Is that really necessary? You say, silly fucker, Scarlet. Mm, you should change that. <laughs> the puppet that. masters. What's your mum called? Claire. But you've got Claire and you've got Jane and they're there <laughs> pulling the strings. <laughs> you two, that's enough. <laughs> Be Sorry, good. Mom. Stop saying naughty things. It's bad we were talking about Rule 34 at the start of this podcast. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Whoops. <laughs> your poor mum. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be a good christian podcast from now on <laughs> we've we've turned a new leaf <laughs> yeah we turned a new leaf i did play a priest once in a student film did you yeah i played like a, a, a guilty priest mm. not because of that reason there was a choir boy involved <laughs> no 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 <laughs> no it was to do with he, uh... it was chat roulette a priest on chat roulette <laughs> <laughs> what was it i played a priest he couldn't have kids and he was feeling guilty about that and then maybe somebody died in the war or something but like there was a there was a german guy playing my dad who was only 20 years older than me so i was like okay and he only looked 10 years older than me um and this is an example of why students don't be afraid to uh direct your actors and if an actor suggests something ridiculous do not be afraid to tell them no because i said seeing as the guy playing my dad is a german and has a very thick German accent. Should I maybe do a little bit of a German twang when I'm talking to him? And they were like, uh, yeah, sure, whatever, do what you want. And I was like, okay. Um, and one of the lines of dialogue I had to say to this guy was, all you've given me is flames and punishment. Ooh, uh. And I said to him, all you've given to me are flames and punishment. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. And I said, is that okay? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good. Last orders at the bar. Last orders at the bar. Actually, I've never had a Bloody Mary, have you? I don't even know what it is. It's some kind of cocktail, isn't it? Isn't there Tabasco in it? like vodka and tomato sauce. (laughs) No, it's not tomato sauce. Do you like ketchup? Yeah. I don't know if I'd have it in a cocktail. I'm actually allergic to that stuff. Are you? Uh, 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 okay, no, that's an exaggeration. I'm not allergic, but like, it's borderlining on phobia, I think. Oh, look, another confession. Why? <laughs> well, we're bringing this up. I was about to say, should we wrap things up? But no, we're hearing about this. What's wrong with, what's wrong with ketchup? Why are you like afraid? I don't there? know when it started. <laughs> Tell me your confession. When I was a kid. <laughs> when I was a kid, I always like, what did you have from McDonald's when you were a child? Uh, when I was a young, when I was a young boy. My father took me into the city to see a marching band. No. Um, (laughs) uh, See a McDonald's band. See a McDonald's band. Uh, When I was a young kid, it was my go-to meal was like chicken nuggets and chips. Mm, And you didn't ever get man boobs. (laughs) No. There was that that theory, wasn't there? They had so much estrogen packed in them. What? Nuggets. I thought you meant just that I didn't get man boobs so I didn't get fat from eating McDonald's all no, the time. No, they, gi- they were giving people titties. What? Were they? Yeah, seriously. I feel like gave- I feel like we should say allegedly so we don't get sued. Well, okay. Allegedly, yeah, I mean, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. They were giving people titties, allegedly. Yeah, oh, right. supposedly. I mean, that's a, a cheap boob job for that you. That gives a just... whole new meaning to the, to the term chicken breast. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> 
terrible. They definitely weren't chicken breasts inside those nug nugs. Allegedly. Um, <laughs> please sponsor us, McDonald's. Anyway, whilst um, I'm trying anyway, to stop us from getting sued, tell us what your yeah. ketchup trauma is. So I always had a plain cheeseburger, Happy Meal. Right. So I didn't like any of the gubbins inside. And that wasn't because I didn't like onion or mustard or gherkins. I didn't like them, not when I was a kid. I think I'll eat them now just for the sake of it because they're there and I can't be asked to pick them out and look so uncouth. Um, But anyway, (laughs) I fucking detest ketchup. Um, Always have done. Some of my friends even used to have it with a fucking roast dinner. Oh, I can't abide by that. Hannah does that. She has ketchup with like a roast chicken dinner. No, I can't. You don't. Oh, Hannah. My estimations of you have just (laughs) plummeted. We'll put a poll up on Twitter and be like, ketchup with a roast, yes or no. I just don't understand. No. Oh, that is fucked up. That's just <laughs> wrong. Yeah, it's wrong. Like, oh, God, that, that is a different sort of trigger for me. I'd sort of just gotten away with not ever... My mum doesn't like it either, but not to the point that, like, I can't... Act- oh, God, even the thought of it's making me want to heave. Right, um, get the camera on. This will be good for a self-tape. <laughs> So if you're in a pub or something and they've got like the little condiments container yeah. and somebody's like, oh, Scarlett, will you pass me the ketchup? I can't touch that thing. I actually can't touch the bu- the bottle in case there's like a bit that's dribbled down the side or just knowing that somebody else has potentially touched it with a ketchup hand. I'll have to get it and hold it with a tissue if you really, if it's entirely necessary for me to touch that fucking thing. Because I am just repulsed to the core by the whole ketchup thing. Um... Even the fact that it's called ketchup. Although when I don't know, like it's just tomato sauce. But then I wouldn't call it that either. I just don't want it to even exist. Um, so, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, when I was about thirteen, I think I went round a friend's house. We were fucking bored. <laughs> we just spent like about three hours on a trampoline or something, and then we went into the kitchen. And she was like, "Should we play a game?" And I was like, mm, "Okay, what, what's the game?" She was like, "Here." I, We'll tie a tea towel around your face and then I'll pull things out of the fridge and you can smell them and you've got to guess what they are. It's all fine. She wafted some balsamic vinegar under my nose and then I think there was like a cucumber and the list went on. Whenever it was like a sauce or something, she'd squirt it on my hand and then like let me smell it. And then so like the balsamic vinegar, we we tried that out and then she went for a ketchup. Okay. Oh, God. She squirted in my hand, I sniffed it, and just just threw up. Literally, not even any heaving to warm myself up. Just... And oh, Jesus Christ. spewed up in our kitchen. Um, so that was fun. And that was when I knew it was kind of like, this is a bit irrational, really. Like, you're not actually... I'm not allergic to it, do you know what I mean? I'm not going to come out in hives if I eat it, but just a thought of it turns my stomach like nobody's business. So, yeah, it's 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 followed my me my entire life. Even when I was at uni, we were, we'd like go out for lunch and stuff at O'Neill's or whatever, just go and get like a wrap and chips or something Ooh, cheap. You had money at uni. O'Neill's was a lot more expensive than the other pubs. So, and like, they used to bring out your food on, like, a chopping board, which I actually think is really unsanitary. I'm not going to lie. I'm sure they've cleaned it. I don't think it's a chopping looks, board that they prepared the food on. I wouldn't eat my fucking dinner off of my chopping board at home, and they look exactly the same, so <laughs> why? <laughs> uh, 
Um, anyway, so they'd be like, <laughs> two of my friends will literally remember this moment, but they both squirted their ketchup onto their chopping board uh, to dip their chips in. Right. God, just what a... I, I was just like, I'd had to move to a different part of the table because I c- couldn't be... I couldn't allow myself to be in that moment. In that moment. <laughs> in that ketchupy moment. And then oh, someone, God, awful stuff. Someone squirted some ketchup. A bit landed on your chopping board. You threw up. Don't. But luckily someone was recording you and you got a job in a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've learnt a lot in this podcast. We've uh, We've talked about porn uh, and then we talked about acting and self-tapes and filming and whatnot and then we ended it why didn't we make this a food we should have made this a food episode what's your thought on marmite <laughs> you either love it or you hate no. it no oh okay hate it i am indifferent to it i neither love nor oh! hate it i think it's all right would you choose it um i wouldn't choose it out of a lineup but if it was like the only thing we've got is marmite i'd be like oh all right then slather some of that on my toast my brother doesn't like Marmite and his partner does like oh. Marmite. So Paige tried to give Bowman, my nephew, Marmite on toast when he first started eating solids and stuff. Yeah. Um, and she sent us this video of him and it was hilarious. Like seeing a baby heave. I mean, that's probably... That's hilarious. <laughs> Get that kid a self-tape. <laughs> well, there you go, listeners. We've we've covered a lot of subjects. We're going to put a poll out on Twitter and ask if ketchup belongs on a roast dinner uh, i hope there's somebody out there that can that can agree with me that it is the work of the devil talking of weatherspoons in particular allegedly which i hope <laughs> <laughs> obviously covid is going to have made and i don't want to talk about it but we're here um <laughs> imagine the amount of fucking hundreds of people that have touched that ketchup bottle in Weatherspoons before you do. Oh, yeah. Ew! You're asking to get, like, gonorrhea <laughs> touching that fucking thing. <laughs> uh, like, oh what God. the fuck? I mean, obviously, everybody's going to think about what they touch and whether they wash their hands afterwards and shit now, but that's different gravy or different ketchup. <laughs> That is so gross. Think about that grimy bottle that you pick up, squirt your dirty sauce on your dirty chips, and then you put the bottle down, and then you don't wash your hands before you pick up the fucking chip and dip it in the dirty sauce, and then you put it in your mouth, you grim critter. Ugh. Fucking vile. There we go. I've just insulted all our listeners that choose to eat ketchup in Witherspoons. But you'll think about it next time, won't you, boys and girls? Oh, thanks for listening, everyone. Join us next week for another <laughs> another insightful instalment of two actors walking to a bar. <laughs> Thank you and good night. Oh, bye. <laughs> oh, my giddy aunt. What are you still doing here? Sling your hook. See you later, Davey boy. See you later, Scarlotta. We'd like to give a massive thanks to Rotaries for our soundtrack and to Megan Siggers for our artwork. And an even bigger thanks to all of you choosing to listen to us waffle on. Find us on all social media platforms and make sure to subscribe to us because we're actors. We need validation.